0: Don't stop. Wake up on Metro FM. Yeah, we're about to get started. Start. Never Start. miss a beat. Yeah. Never miss a beat. What's news? What's news? In the air. Wake up on Metro FM.
1: All right, at 6.43, what's news? Kulula and British Airways, Viacom Air, the operator. I mean, goodness me, how much more insults to injury can this business um, manage, really? And we heard, of course, in the news just the other day around... Uh, Kulula and British Airways having to be grounded because uh, of financial issues. Kame simply not having the loot to run this operation. And if you consider that the suspension will reduce the airline capacity, and no doubt one of Africa's most industrialized nations by 40%, kind of gives you a picture of the impact. So what does this mean for the airliner and the industry at large? Is there something we need to know about the state of the airline industry? Well, aviation expert um, and uh, SA Flyer editor Guy Leach joins us on the line. Good morning. Yeah, hi, good morning. Nice to be with you. Well, um, let's talk about it. How did Comair find itself where they've got no money?
0: It's uh, been really the result of a perfect storm. The fact of the matter is that long before uh, even the COVID um, pandemic broke out, the airline had found itself very stretched. It It had expanded into all sorts of new directions, and um, it had bought a whole load of new aircraft, Boeing 737 Maxes. So it was already weak. Uh, And then, of course, the pandemic uh, and its balance sheet just wasn't up to it. So it lasted just over a year before it had to declare business rescue. Of course, business rescue meant that it slashed its uh, its staff count from 2,400 to 1,200. And then it just sort of things got worse. Just when the airline industry was looking to recover, we had the Omnicon variant, and Mm -hmm. that really cut down a lot of... Uh, the British airways feed from the uk mm. that really is, is the backbone of, of British Airways Comair locally and um, and uh, but even in in uh, January this year the airline was saying look we're going we, we don't have enough money we're going to need more money we're going to need more funding mm. and the deadline was the thirty first of this month uh, of course the CIA grounding due to maintenance concerns or Maintenance compliance concerns. Yeah. they help nothing at all. Yeah, um, it's it knocked enough to hundred million rand in, hold into the into the accounts. Sure. and um, so now the airline has run out of money, and it's an absolute shocker mm-hmm. because the airline has had plenty of time. To be able to find the money, and hasn't, mm. which makes one really wonder whether it's going to be able to find the money at all. Mm. Guy, speaking about time, it's Lindy here. Would there have been a way to minimize the inconvenience on passengers? Because surely there should have been some time to let your passengers know ahead of time that uh, you know your, your flights will have to be cancelled because we just don't have money to fly. It just seems really abrupt and a huge inconvenience. And you're absolutely correct, and what really, as as you said in the introduction, um, makes adds insult to injury is that just on the 31st of, the, of of May, two days ago, they were having a major winter warmer <laughs> sale, so they were selling um, just selling tickets at an enormous discount hmm. and, and sucking people in. So the airline really does seem to have behaved very badly
1: in this regard. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to ask just in terms of, I mean, first of all, it it can't be a good thing that you have. Two airlines really suffering in this manner. Is there a way, um, a reflection on the aviation industry in South Africa? Is there something to be said there? Or is it just an isolated case where a particular business was just not really operating the way it should?
0: Now, there's nothing wrong with the aviation industry in South Africa, except to the extent that the government pours billions of rand, 50 billion at last count, into the state-owned airlines, into SAA. That's what's wrong with it. But from, from a, from a private operator's point of view, the, it's, the fittest will survive, and the fittest at this stage is clearly fly sat there, and with, uh, with lift emerging out from underneath the ruins of SAA. So we will be left with one and a half, say, a low-cost carriers if Kameh doesn't survive.
1: Mm, absolutely. Guy if they do find the money to um, start operating again, what will happen to consumer confidence in the brand because mm. uh, they've had the problems with the maintenance of their their aircraft recently and now this uh, what do you think will happen with when it comes to the cons- consumer confidence?
0: It's a million dollar question and honestly I mean the what with the various groundings and and, and, and so on. Um, and people would rather, you know, the only differentiator is price at the end of the day. Mm. So people would rather uh, choose another airline, even if it's just fractionally more, more expensive, mm-hmm. if, they know, if they're know if they confident that the airline's going to fly rather than just leave them in the lurch, as Carmer has done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Guy Leach, thank you so much for your time. Aviation expert and SA Flyer editor. Yeah, share your stories with us. If you booked on Kulula or BA and you discovered... At the eleventh hour, that the flight is no longer going to happen. Mm-hmm. What did you end up doing? What are your experiences? Mm-hmm. What was the talk of refund? Did you get a refund? Mm. You know, were the airlines forthcoming with that sort of information? How did you manage to get through all of that disaster? Oh seven one five eight five six one five seven. Don't stop.
0: wake up on metro fm yeah we're about to get started start. never start. miss a beat yeah never miss a beat what's news what's news in the air wake up on metro fm